good. The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. I just had a I had a conversation with the missus the other day, right? And we were just talking about like um oh, I'm trying to remember what the how we got on the topic. Oh, we were watching the new Tupac Hulu series, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you've seen it. It's awesome. It's it's about it's their it's called Dare Mama and it's it's really about Tupac's story along with his mother's story. So it's like a there's like these two stories being told together at the same sure. time um, and cross it over with one another. Right. And, um, you know, in this at some point in there, there was Tupac says about his mother that like he could she could have went off to college, became like a lawyer or some type of profession went went into some type of profession and been like very well off like they he could have lived a life of being very well off because that's how smart his mother was and she and and it checks out like the documentary no, tells you a, about the whole thing yeah. yeah like where where she went to high school like yeah. she went to one of them the one of the like top high schools in in the country and, and especially in new york city and like she was a honor roll no she's you know intense. a plus she's, like up yeah, there yeah, brilliant yeah. brilliant and but he was like his mom. She she's the type of fighter when it comes to like black people and 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 the movement. She wanted to be in the fight. Yeah, like she didn't want to. She didn't want to just write checks. Yeah, she didn't want to just write checks. She wanted to be in the fight. So she chose instead to she chose to fight. And we had a conversation some similar to like, man, that's interesting because there's like these two ways or, you know, it might be more than two, but there's two, these two clear ways of like fighting for the growth, I guess you can say, of like, you know, underserved communities, right? Like you can be a fighter who, you know, is at the rec center every day and like giving back with the youth and like putting your time and energy into the community directly. Or you could be a fighter who, you know, goes off like, you know, I mean, there's plenty of people who go off, have successful careers and then start helping other people from the community become entrepreneurs and have successful careers and they hire a lot of people. They give a lot of opportunities. They, you know, they inspire they like all of it, right? They write <laughs> checks. Yeah. You know, and they create opportunity through that. But we were just talking about the importance of, of both sides. And I made like a, and she was just kind of like, man, but why doesn't that happen more often? And I made this an interesting analogy. She was looking at me like I was crazy where I was like, you know, in my opinion, when it comes to like the the world, right? Like as people, we we read a lot of books where you talk about like we're we're the hero of our own stories, right? Like we're the hero of all of our own stories. And I think with people, a lot of times we believe that it me versus two is better than someone else versus none. And and so I made this analogy of basketball with her where I'm like you know, we don't pass the ball. Like in a lot of these situations in life, there's an opportunity to pass the ball to someone else, meaning giving information, giving knowledge, helping someone out, like, you know, being willing to go, you know, that person is wide open, has all this opportunity, you know, pass the ball, you know, pass the ball. Instead, we're like, we we start determining like, oh, well, they're not going to make it. Oh, well, they're a bad shooter. Oh, well, they're, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of times that's what happens 
is you just don't pass it. You go, well, fuck it. I'm going to just go one against three. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll make the shot. I don't care if I got five guys on me. I'm going to make the shot. And, you know, as, as, as simplified as that analogy is, you know, we were just having a conversation like in life for, for me, the thing that I want to do is be known as a person that constantly passes the ball. When I when there's one on two, that constantly passes the ball. Hence why, you know, building 2400, I didn't want to just go by myself. Because me going by myself, it, 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 with what I'm trying to do, is one on five. You know what I mean? It, it's one on five. And, a, yeah. and the importance of being able to pass the ball and understand that you need other people to be successful and, you know, to, to reach your goals in life and how important other people are to that. Yeah, I think it's, like, complicated, right? Because another piece of that that's sort of missing is that, like, um, not everybody is going to have a huge impact. <laughs> well, true. Right? And, like um, – In the case of the show, right, one of the earliest conceits of the show is that we were like, we're both trying to do this thing. We both believe in this thing. And um, the number of people that are, you know, 40-year-old white dudes that are, you know, starting a business and running a podcast where they talk about the story of it uh, versus the number of, you know, 35-year-old probably at the time, uh, black people that are doing the exact same thing. Um like those numbers don't make don't don't make sense they don't add up right and so mm -hmm. this is a way that in theory vernon could give back to the community right um and devin could give to the community right like it, it, it was a that was the original conceit of the show right yes it was a big part of yes. it um and neither of us are famous yet uh we're, we don't we're not on the tv shows in the morning the talk shows telling everybody how to start businesses for a lot of reasons um but like it's okay that our impact is maybe just me impacting you and you impacting me. Right? Oh, of course. And that's okay. Um, but it's also not the kind of thing that gets a documentary. <laughs> like, so I, you know, I think, um, you know, I, I feel like the, one of the roles that I play in, in the conversations that we usually have is like, well, also there's another, there's another team on the floor or on the other side of the, you know, goal line or whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever now is you want to, there's other people that are involved, right? Like, mm -hmm. and so we're doing this thing and we keep doing this thing. And, it, and I think that it's, it's certainly valuable to me, valuable to you, whatever we get out of it is the thing. But um, sometimes the impact that you have is small and that's the impact that you have. And that's okay. It doesn't make you less of a, uh, it doesn't necessarily make you less of a fighter, right? No. Nope. Um, it just it just makes the fight you're fighting different. Um, so I, I don't know how I feel about that, but I do know it's reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, but I think that's the point of like you 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 know, and I and I know people are like, what what do they what do you mean double team pass the ball all of that? But sure. I think that's I think that's the point of like you don't worry about all of that. Like if someone's open. And you're not, you pass the ball, regardless of the scale or the level. Like it like like that to me is like, you know, I think in, in life and the way that we all move these days is that there's not a there's I mean, there are people, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of people who they're not really interested in just winning. Like what you just described is just winning. It's like, <laughs> I just want to be a part of the winning team and whatever I got to do to be a part of that win winning team, I'm cool with. I, I just want to win. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll do that. Whatever I'll that do is. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if I got to sit on the bench and just cheer everyone on, I'm going to do that because I just want to be a part of some deep, this success, this winning team, this culture. And I think we're in a, in a time in society where, Actually, the only form of winning that is acknowledged is winning at the the grandest level. Correct. Where you're the the guy that took yeah, the, the last number shot. of likes or whatever the big yeah, the big yeah. moment, the yeah. big moment, and that's not the only form of winning. 
In fact, know. it's the rarest form. Of it's wedding. the rarest form. Of wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's just hard to remember. You know, yeah. it's it's hard to remember and keep in. There's not a lot of, um, you know, there's there's a book we never read, but I like the title of called "The Millionaire Next Door," and it's just all about people who, uh, you know, did normal, boring savings stuff, and you know, earned and saved and did you know made rational choices about that sort of thing and ended up being millionaires and they drive like a honda accord or whatever right like they they're not dry you know and that's the, the whole idea of the book and they're like you know there's a whole lot of these people is, is what the book says like mm-hmm. look at how many people there are that are just doing this you know like thing that are just living life and they become millionaires right um not to like a, a very real thing that regular people can do um it's not the, but you don't get a lot of, you know, TV shows about it. You don't get a lot of stories about it. You don't get a lot of books about it. Not a lot of talking heads on TV. Not a lot of people on Instagram just being like, yeah, I did a bunch of boring stuff and I had a regular job and I saved 20% of my income and I didn't overspend. And, you know, I regularly invested into my retirement accounts and you just don't hear about that because it's not interesting. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, true, true. And the same thing is you don't hear about like, you know, it's a sh- and it's a shame, but like Michael, right? You don't hear about a guy who like creates this whole ministry, you know, goes and gives back every third weekend or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he's like doing the real thing. He's doing mm-hmm. the real thing. And yeah. like, if anybody should be on a cover of the Sunday paper, like that's the person, you know. But, yeah, you know, agree. It's it's just not exciting. Agree, but I, you know, and I and I think like the thing that I would say, kind of to button it up, is in that conversation. It's it's very important that in, instead of having to be the hero, it's really need everyone. If if everyone just focused on how do I, what do I need to do to win. Forget the hero, but what do I need to do to win? And 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 they everyone slid into that role. Like there would be so much more success across the board. Like there would just be like we you know like there would be a, a lot more things would be a lot probably look a lot even in a lot of different places. You know society would probably change entirely where some sure. of the, some yeah, of the it's, focuses it's a little bit of a like, utopian fantasy right? yeah i was like, gonna say little... so it's so it, it's far-fetched that sure. it would actually happen but i think if you can get yourself and align yourself with just a team of people mm-hmm. that approach it that way and that was the conversation that we have just to be around a team of people that approaches the you know the game of life or whatever that way is how you become that millionaire next door. You know what I mean? That that's part of probably one of those steps. I'm sure those millionaires next door aren't, you know, aren't surrounding themselves with superficial people who, you know, care are all buying, day about or buying nonsense. fancy Prada bags or whatever, right? Like they're Exactly. The part of the way that you can become a millionaire next door if that's a if that's a goal that you have is by not setting money on fire on an expensive bag and you know, I mean like here and there, like, you know, if you want to have a treat, like, sure, but you don't have 20 of them, you know what I mean? You just have the one that you saved up for, for, you know, two yeah. and a half years or whatever. Like that, that's how you do that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like the, uh, there's not a lot of storytelling around this, like personal responsibility like you're responsible for getting the right team around you and you're responsible for passing to that team and you're, you know, <laughs> like you're responsible for incorporating those people into your life. There's, there's just not a ton of that storytelling around, which is kind of annoying, you know, yeah, like, yeah, it'd be pretty cool if we talked more about that. You know? well, we do here. We do here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah somewhere stay, our little I corner try, of the internet. <laughs> I try to stay I try to stay out there tell my wife all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's the matrix. I, I try to stay out of the matrix. You know, I, I I try to stay out of the matrix, man. Uh you know, I like my, my fair share of, of nice things, but you know, typically it's not because it's just expensive. Like I like to eat and I like quality food, but I don't just like expensive food. 
You know what I mean? Like to me, I'd rather have a well done, a beautifully cooked short rib over a steak any day of the week because that's just what I, you know, what I prefer. I don't base my decisions off of, you know, how the rest of the world values it. No, a nicely, nicely cooked piece of chicken is delicious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lovely cooked, seasoned well. It's, it's wonderful. You know, a bowl, a bowl you know of chili I mean? is a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Like Pork shoulder is unbelievable. Cost three dollars. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like so, you know, I'm not caught up in, uh, I'm not caught up in that, and I'm actually, you know, to me, it's it's the foundation piece of everything that I want to do entrepreneur in an entrepreneurial way is surrounded by that type of lifestyle. Like I also don't want to, I'm not interested in a business that is selling that to people. You know what I mean? I'm not interested in opening up, you know, a business that's gouging people with prices and taking everything from them, you know? So, um, yeah, some totally, no, you want to sell something useful and real, useful and real, you know? So, yeah, just a little, little insight into, uh, some of the conversations that, you know, spark up when me and the missus are watching, you know, some of our shows and stuff like that. So just start out running by the pod and, and yeah. You know, see what, it, see what the thoughts yeah. are. I think we've seen yeah, Unsurprisingly, we're aligned on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so how, how was your week, man? What, what, uh, what's good, man? This on? new, pro- this new project that I'm working on is like starting to come together. You know, I did that talk, um, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. invested a ton of energy into that like a lot i didn't even realize how much i was doing you know you don't realize necessarily like when you're doing a thing how much energy you're investing in it and i was just investing a ton of energy in it and i think i like decompressed a bit afterwards i mean i know i did like i had an idea i had a thing i was excited about i wanted to work on i just couldn't bring myself to work on it right um and i think i'm starting to come out of that i think i'm starting to like turn the corner on getting back to getting to work Right. Like after that sort of like decompression, like, okay, I did this thing (laughs) and like getting ready to start again. So, so that's good. And, you know, there's like some of the technical stuff's worked out. Like it's the, like I have like a mock thing, you know, isn't the real thing, but it's like for testing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's set up and it's like starting to work. I can like see the pieces coming together. I've made some choices and, and it's coming together. So I think. Over the next week or two, I'm going to start actually seeing, like, the results of that, right? And then, you know, there's that virtuous cycle that happens when you, like, do a thing and you get a good result. You're like, oh, I want to do that thing again, <laughs> right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a good thing to run into and use in your favor when you can. So that's coming uh, to, to – that's starting to happen a little bit. Um, you know, I'm still like doing the apply to new jobs thing too. So hopefully one of these jobs kind of comes through the job market sort of, sort of sucks right now. It's a little bit like everything's a little bit stuck, but you know, it's starting to sort of like grow into something and turn into something. So just kind of stay that course and, and see how it goes. So all, all in all, good week, good week. You know, how about you? Yeah, it's been, been good over here, man. You know, um, you know, we're getting closer to the event on, uh, well, actually, we're getting closer to our May May Madness here, where we uh, we have an event for three straight weeks Okay, we're doing, so it's a little right. May Madness. Um, the missus is hosting her uh, Sunday, I mean, sorry, spring brunch on uh, the 13th, uh, day before Mother's Day, I believe that is, so yeah. um, we're going to be... Um, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of focusing on that right now. Like, we just kind of, you know, we got to we gotta put down on paper just, like, what that week's going to look like right. and what's our plan of attack, you know. Yeah, because there's I'm, a lot of blocking and tackling. That yeah, a lot that. of blocking and tackling. We got a, we, we got a, a, a work event that we actually have to go to on uh, the Friday before up in New York. Oh, like a captain's dinner or something? Yeah, some type of yeah, some type of event there. So we're gonna be up in New York and we got um the event on that Saturday. So we gotta figure out, you know, do a lot of our prep work Thursday, Friday, and figure that out and then get to this event on Friday night and come back 
early Saturday morning. And so we got a lot of like moving pieces and parts and stuff that we're going to be dealing with um, as well going on. So, but, you know, other than that, we're, a lot of it is good. We got a, you know, she sold a good amount of tickets to it as well. So, you know, she's, we'll see how much she, we actually end up making off of it. But we definitely uh, will cover the event. And a lot of the stuff that she's bought is things that she can use again that she doesn't have to buy. Investments into the business. Exactly. Investments into the business. So, you know, at the next event, the cost will be, you know, half the cost that this one was. You know, so at this point, like the conversations that I've been having with her is all this is about right now. But this first event, it's not about making money right now. It's not about how much do we make off of it. That's an important question that we ask after the event is over. But the number one thing right now is, are we able to execute the type of experience that we want? Yeah. Are you going to be able to to meet your own bar? Exactly. And if you don't, that's okay. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's you, a failure, exactly. right? But, but you, it doesn't, but it's not the end it. of the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You just learn. You learn from it. So either way, you know, the information that comes back after this event is more valuable than the money that will come back after this event. Correct. Because the information helps you build to more and more events or another direction or yeah. you you know the learning back is to so the woodshed what, yeah yes. whatever it's gonna be yeah so i've been trying to like you know constantly have that conversation w- sure. with her and keep that conversation going so that she understands that uh it, what's important is that we just have a very su- as successful of an event as we can possibly have yeah, you that, gotta put the that, effort. Gotta put that. the effort behind it, and then take the yep. learning from what comes back. But you're responsible for the effort. Yes, exactly. You're responsible for the effort, and responsible for looking back at the information with clear eyes and being exactly. like, "We learned that, you know, we're good at these three things, and we got to grow up and, and do better at these three things over here." Because that's what that's what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. whether or not you like it or not. It's not gonna be perfect. There's gonna be stuff you can improve on. Yeah, and as it should be. So yeah. you know, and that's, then, how, that's how things work. That's how it works. <laughs> And uh, even when it's great, it still can be better. So, you know, I think um, that's the biggest thing. And I'm excited for that. You know, I'm excited for that. I actually look at the, like, the individual um, information that comes back. The one for my my wife where it's like, you know, I know for her this is pressure. This situation, this moment is going to be high pressure, high pressure moment, high pressure situation. So whether her learning – whether or not she can have fun doing this is also important because it is it's valuable lesson because there is a lane in this that you know there's a lot of people doing this style of like you know whether it's you know the the brunch is in it's you know i don't know what it's like in colorado but i tell you here in philadelphia there's everybody doing some type of like brunch theme or brunch you know thing there's like rhythm and brunch there's like you know there's there's all these different things sure. bad and bougie brunches like it's it's all these different versions of brunches that exist out here and especially a lot of women love you know the idea of endless mimosas and waffles sure <laughs> you know what i mean so um there could be something there so yeah. you know I'm, I'm excited i'm really excited for her and uh and then for us you know, we we we're pushing, man. We we got our we go next. So the next week we got we have two events weekend. right after that. Yeah. So we we got. It's exciting. It's coming up fast. Sure. But it is exciting, and uh, yeah, we just keeping it moving, man. So that's a lot. How are you doing with eating and being active? And I know you tweaked up your knee a little bit, so that that's going to change your activity level naturally a little bit i'm sure but like how is all that stuff going because that's been a big goal of yours for this year so far yeah it's been good man i you know what i've uh i went to the doctor so i lost a little weight you know since our last visit so it's been almost a year since my episode um it's been i think it's like 11 months or something like that Okay. So, you know, I had my appointment there with the doctor. So is a little weight like five pounds or is a little weight like something? Yeah. No, a little little weight is about five pounds. I think right. at one point it was a little more than that. 
and then it and then it you know kind of built back up a little bit but um yeah so you know positive direction but i'd say legitimately that didn't truly start like and it, it it's been consistent for maybe a maybe a month and it's not like you know not like major changes have happened it's really just what i put in my body there hasn't been really tied to much exercise i've been just kind of like just getting back started actively you know like playing basketball once a week um this week i actually um have challenged myself to just try to do a month 15 minutes every day every day on the bike and so far i'm three days straight and, and counting and i'm and you know it's more myself and just a personal like push yeah. to see you know how many times can i do it in a month so i've yeah, been uh, and your body feels better when you start moving everything goes better yeah, when you start moving. yeah and i think i've been i don't know man i've been the, the journey i'm excited for because again uh you know i've been clean eating you know i had one day where i didn't tell you i haven't seen you since this so thursday Last Thursday, you know, um, I, my kids got out of school early. My boys did, so we went out and we got something to eat. So remember, I haven't had any like, I haven't had any like junk food, in probably a month. No Chick Fil A, no pizza, no like nothing, nothing out of the house for about a month. I pretty much been eating and controlling my own meals and. You know, staying away from junk, right? A lot of vegetables, a lot of, like, just totally different eating, you know. And um, I go to this burger place, get a burger, get fries, sharing a milkshake with the boys. And I also was a little bit exhausted, hadn't eaten all day, was a little bit exhausted, hadn't really had water. Like, all the bad no-nos of health. The ones happened. that set you up for making bad decisions later. Yes. Well, after I eat, um, literally, this feeling of nausea came over me. Uh, my body shut down, and I go into, like, this shock. Uh, apparently, what the doctors believe it was was that, you know, for a long, like, my blood pressure's been really good lately and been has been running low. Like, I'm, you know, I'm under 130. I'm in, like, the last time I got a check, I was, like, 114. Like, I'm, like, you know, like, I'm, like, low and it's calm ever since i've been eating better and doing all of these different things yeah and it, the doctor believes that that day for years i could have had like spiking blood pressure you know sure. for years and right like and stuff yeah yeah like when 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 i'm eating like but you know your body ultimately just adjusts to all of that stuff and it gets used to running at 160 when you're eating and it'll mm -hmm. just get used to it, and and you won't feel it in a sense of like this this shock and this immediate like takeover. You'll feel it in the itis that we talk about after you're done eating. Like, sure, it just feels and looks different, right? It's not like alarming to your body. It's kind of like your body just goes up. Oh, all right, time to go to sleep, yep. and then you just go to sleep. You know what I mean? Well, she said it. If you stop that for a month, it's kind of like your body forgets all of that information, you Pretty know, much. like, like at the month, she was like, your body no longer remembers that information of your, your, your blood, your blood pressure rising and how to manage through all of that. So it's used to this 120 now. And she was like, she believes what happened was I ate like I used to eat. My blood pressure spiked up to, you know, whatever it used to 160, 170, whatever it was. And my body literally just like was like, what in the hell is this? And Devin, I'm sitting there, it's just me and my sons. And I can't even keep my eyes open. I couldn't move. I'm stuck planted in this chair. And I'm sweating profusely. Like, I mean, like boiling sweat all the way down. Like, like my body just went into like this. I didn't even know what was going on. My, my chest, everything's moving slow. My chest is pounding. I thought I was about to have a heart attack. It scared the shit out of me. And uh, I was just like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Like, that is not, we. it's over. I'm done. Like, can't be me. No more. Like, that. that scared, it scared the hell out of me. 
you know, and um, yeah, like talk about a warning. It scared the hell. Nah, out. dude. The um, you yeah, know, I'm like scared to eat, like on some serious, like, like I'm like. Well, you should. I, I, I it's tough. It's tough for me as like a friend to be like, well, you should be Vernon. <laughs> yeah. Like the choices that you're making, you know what I mean? Like are, they're like they're they're death at fifty eight and sixty four choices. Yeah. Like, period. You know, which is. Yeah. A crazy thing, right? And I mean, of course, look, we could all die at, at tomorrow. No, right? no, you know, no, I mean, that's yeah. just variance, right? And there's nothing there. But like, for a person who uh, celebrates life in the way that you do and enjoys life in the way that you do, it's such an irrational thing that I think it's not shocking to me that the things that have been impacted you are like frame breaking sort of things that just like move, shift the entire world. You had the episode that. I think really slowed you down when you were kind of on the climb of bad lifestyle, right? And like made yeah, you start, yeah. really totally. slowed you down and made you go like, ooh, something's not right. And even staying stable for 11 months, right? I mean, it's a slight decline. You did a slight decline, which is great. But a lot of that was the last month as you really sort of have stepped it up since that. I know, you know, you listened to that podcast episode and a couple other things, right? The... Even just staying stable for that time is a massive win, right? Yeah. Like it really is a massive win because on average, people put on weight every year, right? Like yeah. everybody does, puts on weight. So you stayed just staying is, and then you actually went down. So like if you can do that. But every like, year for the next year and then turn it yeah. up. Well, and even then, like, like honestly, just going down five pounds every year is not enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need to like, I don't. I don't, I'm not, it's not my job to tell you what to do. Right. But like, yeah, you're like, you should well, be freaking out. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> say, and, and, and I think for me, it's more, you know, it's less about, I, and I'll frame it in this way. It's less about the weight because quite honestly, like I'm active enough that even if I just stay at the level of active, like just on my, just based on my career, Sure. The the movement that I do, like you know, I wear my watch and all that, and I'm you know, I'm like you get a lot of steps, four thousand steps, you know, like I'm like you know, and not to mention I'm active once I leave there, like I'm not like chasing your kids, sit down guy, yeah, like I'm doing all the like I'm you know I'm playing basketball with the kid, I'm I'm on the move, yeah, you know, so that to me is like what I'm I'm at, so it doesn't mean you stop, doesn't mean I don't want to feel stronger, like I want to feel stronger. But it's not you know, about the weight. To me, the biggest battle, it's not about, hey, you're not active enough. The biggest battle is what goes in my body. That's the biggest battle. That's the war right now or the battle that we're fighting for the sure. war right now. Like, yeah. and, that, and that's the thing. Because if I just fix that, like in a month, I lost five pounds. And all I did was do a better job. Not like... I didn't, you know, I did a much better job of just staying away from the very bad stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that just happened from a month of no Chick-fil-A, no fried this, no pizza from Angelo's, no, you know what I mean? That was just like one month of no, 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 you know, no junk. Isn't it crazy, like, when you stop and think, like, if you were to just write it down, on a piece of paper. You know what I mean? The, like, if I make these choices, I'm going to get these outcomes. And then you write down, like, all the things that you believe a person should do in life. And none of them are those outcomes, right? (laughs) Like, isn't it crazy that you wouldn't pick it up? You know what I mean? It's, I, I, I don't think it's like, I don't think food is an addiction in that in that way, right? Um, like, but it is the same kind of weird thinking where you go like, how does a person who has all these good things going on in their life decide, man, I'm gonna go drink a drive or whatever, right? <laughs> like you go like, yeah, yeah. why? You know what I mean? Like it's it's the same sort of irrational thing. I'm I'm that way in parts of my life too. I'm not I'm not. You know what it is? Saying though? That that's unique. No, to, I know what you're saying, you know but I mean? I, but I think it's about breaking. It's about breaking the breaking the cycle of 
I don't know if this is the correct way to put it, but the cycle of like thought and process and how you've spun your whole childhood mm-hmm. thinking and, and processing food a certain way in terms of the relationship with food. Yep. No point in my life did I equate food, and this is going to sound crazy, food to health. Like in that, and, and I'll be honest with you, bruh, in the communities and the environments that I grew up in, and a lot of people grew up in, food and health are not tied together. Yeah, they're not coupled. They're not coupled. They're not, you know, and it, and it sounds crazy, but like you go to some of the communities and, and if you, if someone looked at, not even just me, like go to anywhere in Colorado where there's people, you know, the, the le- not less fortunate, but people with, you know, uh, um, communities you know poverty stricken communities right you see you can look you can literally find it on a map yeah you you like all over the u.s you can just like you can see obesity on a map by zip code exactly (laughs) and then you go look yes and then you go look at what what they're eating and it's the same thing biscuits and gravy and you're like that's delicious that's a once a month food for somebody like me well it might not even be biscuits and gravy it might just be freaking Fried rice from the Chinese sure. Take store out. every day because it's a dollar ninety nine and it yep. feeds you and you feel full for the rest of the day. Yeah, or it's mac it's mac and cheese because it's it's super cheap. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like the um, you know, a lot of people like like to talk about like uh, the conspiracies and government's gonna keep us down and these kinds of things. Um, and I don't I don't really believe in conspiracies, right? I, I more believe in like the world works in obvious ways. And if you like, if you stop and step back from it, you'll see obvious results. Right. Mm-hmm. And like we, as a, like a, the government, right. Um, we as a nation throw tons of money. And when you throw tons of money at stuff, you get stuff, right. We throw tons of money at corn and wheat and sugar. Like those farmers get tons of money and what do we get we get a lot of corn and wheat and sugar and what does that lead to low prices on corn and wheat and sugar products and who buys them the people with the smallest amount of dollars because of course you would right like it's calories are important you need them right and so it's this weird like crazy cycle and you go like people go like it's a conspiracy it's not a conspiracy it's just like it's an obvious outcome you know yeah well i think i think there's no and where I agree with you on the conspiracy is like, then, I mean, pretty much anybody who, not anybody, a, a lot of people who are making money, if we're using that as a logic, are all in conspiracy, in comparison, in conspiracy, you know, because when you think about most of the people who have really targeted the have nots and that, and that's, that's usually whether you're, whether you're making it off the backs of the have-nots or you're presenting, you know, products or selling to the have-nots or you're taking advantage of, you know, the property, the area, the low cost, and then you make money off of it down the road. There's so everything about, like you said, the way the world works is the disadvantage is where the most growth is. The most growth and most bang for your buck is in the areas of where the disadvantage live. Yeah. Whether you're talking about being a consumer, I mean, being a a, a, a seller, and you want to sure. sell to the disadvantage, you sure. don't have to sell the highest quality of chicken. You or if you need a resource, the, right? Yeah, Maybe if yeah. it, you know, you'll see it. You see it in places that are you know mining or you know what the coal, the guys that are digging coal in West Virginia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're, you know, that's not the nicest neighborhood, no. right? Nope. Those aren't the, that's so, and that it's a trend. Exactly. It's exactly the way it works. No, no I mean, I don't know, I guess con- conspiracy, I guess in some ways you can say conspiracy. I, I just that's think how you it want is, to talk about I think it's intentional. I, I, you know, and I don't even think it's like something that's being hidden. It's right in front of you. Yeah. Well, and if you, if you look at the same person, right? Like the person that's going for that job and that we use that coal mine since neither of us are coal miners, right? Like mm-hmm. the person that's going for that, they they know they're taking a risk. 
You know what I mean? Like they're not actively talking about it in that way. You know what I mean? But they're like, well, the job is there. <laughs> the money is there. So I'm going to go there and they're usually trying to take that money and, you know, leverage it into that next thing, right? That their kids get a better opportunity or whatever the case is, right? Like it's yeah, the sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. And you go like, I, on the one hand, I want that, right? I want that opportunity for somebody to make that choice. On the other hand, I, I like, I don't want to sacrifice that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sacrifice Bob's knees so that, you know, uh, just so that he can, you know, raise it, raise a family, right? Or whatever. Like, that's, yeah, but that's, that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works, man. Yeah. That's how it works. And, and, and that, and it's this constant climb to get to a place in life where you don't have to sacrifice. Yeah, where it's not you're, where you're, everything's you know, not an emergency yeah, all the time. That that's the goal, but because the world is structured the way that it is, you know, it's kind of like a, a a rotation where you only move up off the down, you know, of someone else. Like it isn't like I, I don't think like the world, you know, and, and now I'm consp- in the conspiracy realm for sure right now, but uh, but but I don't I don't believe like you just move. You just move up and in, and then, you know, like the the rich, I guess the only way the rich keeps getting richer if the poor gets poor, right? Like, like you know? I like mean, I, that, I, I, th- that's right? a nice, like, catchphrase, right? Except yeah. for if you look around, like, the whole world is getting richer, huh? Is getting richer, right? I guess and it's like, based off perspective. The number of people that are starving today compared to the number of people that it's were starving less. just 70 years ago is so much less. No, it's much less. Right. And like the, the, and a lot of times there's, yes, there's hungry people in the world, but there's so many more people that are aware of that now yeah. than ever before. So there's, a and lot there's, of people. and there's just straight up like fewer, like per, as a percentage, there's just way fewer hungry people. The, the problem is, is I don't know if it's a problem. The other part of that is that, and also the people who have been successful, are even more wildly successful. You know what I mean? And you yeah. go like, but you don't you go like, should people have a yacht for their yacht? You know, <laughs> like, but you know, but you know what though? This is, this is, I know we're, we're off in the weeds like crazy right now. Sorry. It's our you show. Know. We can do it. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I just had this like conversation, right? Everything that you're describing is true, but what you're describing is money. All you're describing is money, right? Like, People have more things right now, right? People, people, people have food is easier to get your hands on right yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. But all of those things are really, you know, and I know food isn't money, but the money is, you know, like the byproduct. Yes, the byproduct. But that's just the description of money. The thing that has gotten worse since seventy years is hope is way different now like the amount of and i mean this in a sense of the the amount of loss people like just truly lost there was a time where like you know like like we talked about the millionaire next door there was a time where like you know like going to work and providing for your family and these basic things were kind of enough and enough people would find some joy in life with just that right like just like me and you for a lot of people 70 years ago where our life is right now the majority of people were actually working towards that you know what i mean like like people were working towards where we are now that's that was like the gold standard you know what i mean and then the diamond standard was like all right to be a rock star or a musician sure. or a ball player Magic. but you also understood that you needed a certain talent and gift to get right. to that so you didn't, yeah, you didn't feel uh, as entitled to it because you kind of could be like, ah, well, look at magic. Like, can I just wake up and be magic one day? You know, so so that's 70 years ago. But now every, the majority of people look at like where we are and there's a large majority of people that don't look at that as gold standard or success. That's now like silver standard. That's, well, and you know that's I mean? a, if there's a thing that's been like lost. It's that one of the, one of the observations that I've noticed is that the, 
one of the signs of success and wealth is that you have less stuff, right? Like you have less clutter, you have less crap. You don't have a garage full of crap, mm-hmm. right? You don't have a storage locker full of crap. You get rid of stuff because you're like, well, I, you know, I need the Christmas decorations. Like I got that thing, right, for whatever. But I don't have, you don't have like just closets full of old clothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get rid of, you, know, you might have three three vacation homes if you're super well, right? Like you, might, you might have a yacht for your yacht, right? But, but you definitely see like broke people latch on to stuff, right? And they get a lot of this stuff and then they go like, oh. And then what I look at is I go like, I look around and I see like my life and I, I'm fabulously wealthy by the, any expectation that I ever had, right? <laughs> like I've just been tremendously successful in hard work and luck. Um, and, I, and then I look around and I go like, man, this is a very, it's a very middle-class existence, but it's fabulously wonderful, right? And it's cause I don't buy crap I don't use, you know, like I, I don't have a, a whole, I don't have a storage. I'm not paying 250 bucks a month for a storage locker that I have crap in like an old microwave or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But you also realize like, you're not, you're not attracted to, we'll call it the matrix, right? You're not attracted yeah, to the matrix. No, for sure. And that's a, that's and, a thing. And, like in the seventies, 70 years ago, like you talk about that. What was the matrix? Like, it seemed like everybody was more so attracted to like just this middle-class lifestyle. Like everybody just went, remember they used to have yeah. the saying. You had the saying. You want uh, a dog, two kids, and a white picket fence, right? Yeah. You, so the, the other what thing is it is now? That, now you want a YSL bag, a, a, a Tesla, and you know a, a, yeah. a summer home. Like and the, and the, like the thing. The, one of the things that gets me is it's not all realistic. The people, no, but all the people who are like mad that they need to have a roommate at twenty. I'm like, what do you? What do you expect to not have a roommate? At your, like everybody has a roommate when they're 20. Most people have a roommate when they're 25. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you uh, should you know, have a roommate. That's another thing that I, you, you're hitting it, nailing it. There's another thing. Like I know the, the value of a dollar has changed for sure. And, 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 yep. and yep. things probably relatively cost more, maybe. And young maybe. people are saddled with student debt, which is a crazy problem that is is unsolved yeah, and, that's and a, that's a real messed thing. up, that's a real right? Like that's a real thing. There's yeah, definitely real, real challenges. I'm not some discounting stuff, that for sure. Yeah, for sure. But also at the same time, you you, you need to have a you couple that. <laughs> yeah, but you couple that also with the expectations that the matrix says that you know in order to be successful in this society, you need to have a you know. A, a YSL bag for your yeah. wife, or you're the wife, you're the girlfriend. You should, your boyfriend should buy you one, or you should have uh, some type of car that that is like you know way out of your price range, or you gotta spend you know eighty eight hundred bucks on a sweatsuit uh, because you want to look like you're worth money. Like there are these things that like the matrix tells you you have to have in order to be, you know, looks successful in order to be successful. Whereas I think back to like, I I remember talking to one of my uncles and they were like, when they were coming up, there was one sneaker and it was, uh, uh, the, the P something flyers with, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, but, but yeah, it was like the, it was like the one sneaker they had. I think it was like the P P flyers or something flyers. And it was prior to Converse. Right. And it sort was of like, like taking taking over yeah. the scene and getting yeah. all the basketball players in. Yep. That was it. That was all you had. That was it. Like right. you wore that shoe and you had a church shoe. And that was it. And those shoes were like nothing. It was like, you know, like you, you basically one, they weren't super expensive relative to what prices are today. But even though they weren't super expensive, you didn't go get three color waves. You either, right. you got the black ones or you got the white ones. You didn't have right. both. Now we're in a society where, you know, or I'm calling it the matrix now, by the way. I'm going to get that going. Now we're in the matrix now where you need to have every single colorway. You can't just have one. You got to have all eight colorways. You yeah. got to have the, you know, so like, yes, I think money-wise, things have gotten better i think overall 
it seems like there's there's more resources overall. Yeah, but people have people seem to be making really bad decisions. Yeah, because they're stuck in a matrix because of what society is saying now and is so different than what society is was saying 70 years ago. And guess what? It's not getting any better. It's not getting any better. It's getting worse. In terms of what in terms of what you're supposed to have. In terms of the belief of like there's people who really believe they should be Instagram stars. I know. Like your parents probably believe they should have a house and a white picket fence. I think that's reasonable. Like, think, that's a that's, that's a pretty good goal. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. That goal is not what people's goals now are. I need to make money off of social media. Like so and so did it, so I should be able to do it. Like, imagine if everybody grew up and their whole life was just, I need to be six nine Magic Johnson. That's where the world is right now. Everyone's like, I need to be 6ix9ine Magic Johnson. Or at least I need to have the stuff that 6ix9ine Magic Johnson has. Yes. Like, like yeah. I, I need that. I need, like, and if I don't get it, my life's a failure, and I hate everything else that's not that. Yeah, it's a thing that that you got to push back against. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I don't know. Life, life can be pretty simple and pretty great, you know? Um. It's yeah, a, it's a, that's a hard challenge. That's a hard challenge. I don't have any solutions there, but you know, well, I'm raising. Throw away children. half your stuff. Throw away half your stuff. <laughs> It'd be my first suggestion. I'm I'm raising some children that you know I I'd say so far early signs is there. I got some good kids and they aren't necessarily caught up too good. deep in in the thoughts and beliefs of I'm supposed to have all of this because. I see the person on the internet with it. Yeah. You know, they, they seem to have some pretty solid principles right now in place. It's so gonna be a hard one to, it's gonna be a hard one that you're gonna have to keep battling. Oh forever. I don't know how it's I don't know how it's gonna work, but you know forever, man. Just and stay that course. Yeah, yeah. And I and for the record, there were years where I was stuck right in the middle of it. Dude, everybody everybody's nobody's perfect. Yeah. I was yeah. stuck right in the middle. I just got out of it probably about ten years ago. But, yeah, I was stuck in it for a while. Maybe not as much as what it is now, but definitely sure. in the I need things kind of realm, yeah. you know, whereas now. I need and things I, and attention and success. Yes. Whereas yeah. now and I buy things truly because I just like, I like the things. Right. Like, you know, like my clothes is like literally like Eagles, Sixers, and Phillies gear. Yeah. And it's not because it's just because I'm a I'm a fan and I want to Yeah, and because hockey's no good. Yeah. No, no, no. I got a flyer's hat. I got a flyer's hat. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but uh well let, well, let let let's in the meantime, yeah. man, Vernon, where can people find us? They can find us at uh the process is black and white dot com or they can search us on all your social media platforms at the process is black and white we'll pop right up uh rich road was great though by the way um we just finished up chapter eight going into nine and ten or yep. something along those lines and yeah uh, we should next week we should finish the book out so by yeah. next week the book will be done and uh yeah, we'll yeah, go from there. yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Sorry, Rich. We didn't. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we'll talk about Rich next week. <laughs> yeah, All right, man. Have All a right, good man. day, man. Talk to you. Yeah.